I'll have some clam chowder followed by beef steak on rye, pumpkin pie with cream and coffee. I want a green salad on the side. Don't forget the French fried pizza pie, garlic and anchovy. I keep burning up calories as fast as I keep putting them down. To a supermarket and stuff shit and down their pants. What's that song? With this girl, guy with the big pantyhose, and they go I to the market no and idea. stuff things into their clothes. That's Remember? a song. Yeah. Or the music video just has. Music that. video has. But that. are they talking about? Uh, I think so. Food. Not specific. Yeah. Except um, Weird Al Yankovic. You know I'm fat. I'm it's, fat. Yes. Come on. No. But. Yeah. And the whole world does an acting like that just to tell no, you, you once again. I'm, I'm fat. fat. <laughs> All right, Raw Radio, episode 32, Magic Johnson's cellulite. number. <laughs> We're on Magic Johnson's number, 32, the legendary basketball player. 32? Yeah. Okay. And uh, the guest today on the show is Alina Lamana. Alina Lamana. Local for chef the rest on of the your rise. Days. She's going to be one of those upcomers who's going to open up her own little restaurant because she's all about food. She talks about food. We go out to gastro pubs with her. We'll tell you what a gastro pub is soon. And uh, I also have the Yeva, the legendary living Duh. legend. Thank you. Of the female Hi. caliber. <laughs> Yeva Babayan. You know what I love about Elena? When we go to any gastro pub, she speaks to the waiters. What does she say? Wait, um. hold on. You do it best. What does she say to the Is waiter? this a gourde Oh, yeah. You speak so waiter talk when you go to a restaurant. Whenever Alina orders, she's like, oh, that's a gastron? Okay, okay. I didn't know that was a gastron on the menu. I'm sorry. Did, he, it, did he use the poche betre yeah, to get that us. consistency? Uh, well, you know, you got to make sure all school you're spending your money and you got to know what... Well, I'm not that picky, but I'm picky. Uh, also, Pat the sound engineer. Thanks for doing it, Pat. Hi, you're Pat. the man, Pat. Hi, People are wrong Pat. about you. You're a good guy, dude. Well, uh, yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Way of in. We are going to quickly describe what is going on in L.A., by the way. Alina, isn't L.A. kind of like the epicenter of good food right now? It's becoming now, and I think it's just going to get even crazier because we... I mean, L.A. is great, but we're not New York, and we probably never will be. However, it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, create our own sort of, you know, we're known for this in the West Coast food. But I think L.A. is definitely changing, and day by day, I mean, it's just changing with all these amazing restaurants and chefs. By the end of today's show, hopefully you'll have a few places that you're going to want to visit because we're going to make you pretty hungry. Yes. Yes. One of the places that the three of us here went to uh, is called Animal on Fairfax. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Animal is started by two young guys. They look like uh, cool dudes you'd want to have a beer with. They don't look like fancy chefs who hide behind doors. They're right Right. out there in the restaurant in the Mm -hmm. middle greeting customers and making really cool food and change, yep. and the menu changes every day uh, not every day well, not maybe necessarily every day they could have specials that change every day but their menu is very seasonal but still regardless I mean the food is amazing it's right. top quality it's 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 exciting and it's it's fun food and that's what's good it's fun 
it is fun because you never know what you're gonna expect in there uh, like the bone marrow dish was yes. kind of phenomenal I love yes. the bone marrow dish and but I have to say that though the foie gras with the, the gravy foie gras with the, the crumbly biscuit and the maple sausage maple gravy maple sausage yes. gravy oh my god phenomenal their food is a little heavy on it the is heavy, heavy compared to the other yes. place no it's heavy make. I mean it's called animal so right and they do love using pig and pork fat yes yes so. but the best of it but I yeah. mean all the flavors and all that stuff you know what I so. love about these places is they don't care about a low fat or keeping it anything like if it, if it requires a lot of butter and it tastes good it's on the menu yeah but this is not a kind of place you eat at every day exactly. so it's like a delicious no. luxury a but treat. also, also yeah. keep in mind the portions are small these most of these gastropubs all portions are small I mean this is not Cheesecake Factory except so. I had this really delicious dish it was rabbit legs and it was yes, a cr- crispy pretty large rabbit leg. Crispy not rabbit the crispy yes. one this oh, other one yeah. oh. and it was a yeah. rather large portion of two large rabbit legs yeah so. I remember that I had that with a couple other friends yeah. so check out Animal it's on Fairfax you know where Fairfax and all those trendy places yum, yum. now are I don't know what the cross street is it's easy to find Animal it's near Cantor's Cantor's the old school Jewish Zelly who was gonna have maybe some oh my god Ed Zed later <laughs> will have a little you know Shamingo. <laughs> but anyway, Alina, yes. another place that we need to, to send our audience, our audience. Yes, absolutely. Is May I just say no, 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 sweetheart, the you got that ox. all wrong. That's right, the lazy <laughs> ox. That's one of my favorite joints to eat right now. But I have to say, as amazing as Animal is, I loved Lazy Ox more. Lazy well, Ox, they're, right? They're, write that one down, folks. Yes, it's it's good. It's definitely one of my favorite places, and like I, you know, it's all about. Top quality food, great service, yeah. but it's again, it's about having fun with your food. You're not going to fine dining restaurant. It's and innovative, being, yes, and being yeah. intimidated by from beginning till the end. It's you, it's all yeah. about having fun with your food and the entire experience. Right. The place yeah. had a really like New Yorky vibe, which I love. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it was like a very because New York properties are all small, so it had a very tight, yes. and warm, a quaint feel. Yeah, and everyone was talking and and con- conversing, and the waiters were happy and fun to describe the food about. Yeah, you know, they were very enthused about what they were serving you. Definitely, they love working there. It seems like. another thing at a restaurant. Mm. One of the most things, important things that you'll agree mm-hmm. with is service. They have phenomenal yes. service there. Yes, service is. I would have to say, being especially chef more important than food because people go first of all people go for the overall experience but if somebody goes and has amazing food but terrible service they're not going back period they're not going back you're going to remember the bad service more than the food and I have to say again I know I'm comparing but the Lazy Ox service better than Animal because Hmm. I didn't have to blink for a second and I already had a new plate for the napkin at the Lazy Ox but over there it was a little bit it was still good but and Lazy Ox is consistent because you know I've been there so many times and it's consistently great that's one thing that Chefs are really yes. about because dishes have to be consistent. So absolutely, service should be the same. absolutely. Yes. And one thing, let me tell you about service. There's a difference when you ask your chef how a certain dish is made. There's a difference when when they tell you, oh, it's a chicken fried with both sides, it's served with some mashed potatoes thing, or when they go. Oh, I love that one. That is, uh, it's it's so good. That is this caramelized chicken that the chef made specially with the local ingredients. Like, they go into it. Absolutely. As if they're about to cook it, you know? Yeah. That's the difference. Like, whenever we ask the person at Lazy Ox, 
she was enthused well, as if it's her restaurant. Well, that, well, that's the thing. And I think that the chef also, when he opens the restaurant and he's also very involved in the opening, is they have to be, they're very careful and picky with the staff who they choose. They want to choose passionate people with food. It's not, they're not just servers. Yeah. They represent his food and his palate and his style. Yeah. yeah. So, One yeah. thing that's funny that you told me is you asked the chef, what kind of mm-hmm. food do you make at your restaurant? What did he tell you? Well, this was a long time ago. The chef of the Lazy Ox, I... Yeah. When I was just starting out, I applied at his restaurant. And before I went to interview, I asked him real briefly over the phone, just so I knew what I was getting myself into. Uh-huh. I said, "What kind of food do you serve?" And he's like, well, "The kind I like to eat." And he was just yeah. like, "But I like that I, answer." And yeah, you know, I loved that answer. Yes, it, I was like, hmm, "Is he going to be a mean chef?" But you know that that's that's a great answer because that's what every chef wants to do. That's why they open the restaurant is they want to be able to do what they like, what yeah. they enjoy, kind of like and a, share being it with a little everyone. kid, but having gourmet food. You know, kids want the chicken nuggets and they want the fries. And as an adult, you want that shank that was delicious that you had when you were young in your old country. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the stuff they want to eat. Who cares if one thing's Asian, one thing's Argentinian? Right. Doesn't matter. You know, an animal and Lazy Ox are two of these kinds of places. Definitely. Um, but they, they're tapas style dishes, even though they don't like yeah, to be called well, tapas. No, no, we don't call it tapas, or they don't call it. They're you small want portions. small plates, is what you call it. Small plate style of service. And, and you share these, it. Don't go to these places with more than three people. Two to three <laughs> max. Four is good. Really? Yes. But like we had Okay we had this one Ravioli dish at the Lazy Ox Which was amazing But it was three pieces Of ravioli Yeah you know what you do You order two uh-huh. <laughs> We have a nose You want to go With yeah. sh- yeah, Restaurants but. would love you Because you, you'd keep ordering You know you know. Well the good stuff Yeah yes. Yeah but you'd be A great waiter Waitress I used to be one In the college years And I made really good tips Yeah Yeah, yeah. Well girls usually do yeah. You just smile Wink and they tip it up <laughs> That's all you need You and don't need to know like Anything a, about food <laughs> No 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 little. There's a table Of four businessmen all right, handsome, what do I get you next? No, no, no. Uh, just give me whatever you like on the menu. Yeah. And it's important to stare at their crotch. No. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> or not. Gastropubs, can we quickly explain to our audience yes. uh, what makes a gastronomy? That is a word well, derived, derived from, from the word gastronomy. gastronomy. That's correct. What well, is the gastronomy style of Gastronomy, cooking? first of all, it's a, it's a British term for a pub. Uh-huh. And as everyone knows, a pub is a very casual environment, casual setting. However, uh, a gastropub is still a casual setting, but with food that's very good quality food and right. still prepared with maybe some of the same techniques as you would in a fine dining restaurant, you know. So, But it's in a casual environment, so... Fine dining, but in a casual environment, is gastropub. Yes. Fine dining yes. meaning dining that you would only be able to know how to make a dish once you've gone to school for four years. Well, not necessarily, but with experience, you know, with after you've developed your palate and you have a certain knowledge of food and what you're doing, mm-hmm. and and this is why in places like that the service is good because just because the restaurant or a gastropub is casual, it doesn't mean that the food is or the service is. Right. Yeah. That word so. gastronomy always makes me think of intestines. It's not a very good word for food. <laughs> me too. It's got inner in, inner workings. Uh, yeah. My gastro tubes where the food yeah, is yeah, digested exactly. down. Gastronomy. You're right. Yeah. It should be called something like. <sighs> Fluffy cooking or something. I don't know something, something other than that I've started to really like that word yeah. If you guys come to my restaurant When I open You will be guaranteed To experience a gastronomical See again There's that yeah. word Gastronomical intestines Gastronomical pleasure Lamb intestines It makes me think of like I want to go to Like a doctor That is specializing In gastronomy uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah uh, Real quick since everything is real quick. Real quick. The reason Alina knows so much, real quick into your background, you graduated mm-hmm. from the 
cord, cordon bleu. Il part sa dîner. Back when I was in theater, I was going to cordon bleu. <laughs> love it, that's good. Um, yes, that's where I, I love went. Love it, I love it. I love it. Yes, that's where I went, and no one there speaks that way. I wish they did. I wish my teacher spoke that way. I don't think you could would get most of the class content that yeah. way. And then to pay attention in class, you're what the French call les Oh, I wish that's what happened. But I, I did get that. Ex- that did happen to me at a French restaurant when I was working after school at Laurent Gerine, uh West oh. Hollywood, which is no longer there. But our French was chef. Uh, he was French. <laughs> that's how he spoke. I didn't. I didn't understand my first chef. His name was Christophe M. He's pretty successful now. Oh, Oh yeah! Did he have a ponytail? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, he was pretty mean, but definitely a very, very talented chef. And that's where you learned all these techniques and ways well, to make food. Well, not delicious. just there. I mean, everywhere you work, and when you start out, you know, you really start working in different restaurants, and that's I think how you mm-hmm. really learn more. If you, when you are just starting out, you definitely should work for more than one restaurant. You know, more than one chef because they're all different. And they all use different techniques. Right, so. right, right. You hear that, chefs out there? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Take note. <laughs> note. Uh, Alina Lamana. Yes. By the oh, way, the rest of your days. <laughs> you, you are a bit of an entrepreneur as well as yes. being under Gaston Christophe at Cordon Bleu. Uh, yes. Uh, you started your own Purple Fig Catering Company. I did start Purple Fig Catering a year and a half ago. Look at you. Yes, mm. By the exciting. way, you can't see Alina. She has. She is a brunette. <laughs> Everything is French today. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, same height, same height as Yara Bryan. I think she's taller. Um, but Depends on the shoes. She's Armenian. Her last name is Lamana, but she is Armenian. <laughs> uh, and she is very beautiful. Oh, thank you I so much. I cannot describe who you look like. Maybe Catherine Zetajon. No, she looks like Kira Knightley. What? No, yeah. I don't. Yeah, you do. God, she's bony. Kira Knightley. Do we know who, who she is? Does she even she eat? In? Yes. Hello, Kira Knightley. Hello. She's in uh, that Pirates movie. Pirates. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right now. The okay. Pretty, the British Pirates of the Caribbean. Bend it like Beckham. She's been in a lot oh, of movies. Oh, she's uh, Johnny Depp. The skinny, Depp's bony yeah. girl. Love affair in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oui, oui, oui. Okay, hold on. I do yeah. not look like her. Ah, uh, you do. No, she's bony and skinny, and maybe mm. I should feed her. Maybe she needs Ooh. to. You have the same. Look, the yeah. facial. I'm going to open a restaurant nice. just for girls like her. Come eat, please eat. Well, the her, thing is. Her tagline, <laughs> uh, subtitle, whatever, yes. is called Get Figged today. Yes, Get Figged. Uh, it just came to me one day. It literally just hit me, and I was yeah. like, this is awesome. So, Get Figged or Get, you know. It hit you, and you said, oh, Fig. I should call it Get Figged today. Can I see the business card? Uh, and <laughs> uh, you can check out her business at mypurplefig.com. Um, uh, special, actually, one note I'd like to say about my business card and my logo, mm-hmm. um, made by the talented Yeva Babayan. Oh, I'm humble. Oh, I am, was so happy, you know, things, when you, you know, get a business and you come up with a logo that's all yeah. so it's exciting but it's at the same time you have to make sure you have what you want and she yeah. did exactly what I wanted and couldn't be happier she's so talented love it it's very oh, helpful yes. when you Thanks. have generous talented friends right <laughs> and we're actually working on a new project together she's mm. designing for me uh, which w- I'll announce you maybe know, later you know if didn't exist the earth just wouldn't spin at the right axis nope you know what I'm Mm-mm. saying wow well, right now I'm getting all red and ain't just the wine <laughs> 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 thanks guys uh, so purple fig yes. is your business you cater but uh, at the very end your yes. goal your ultimate goal what is your dream my love my dream well I don't want to call it a dream it's a plan that's going to happen mm-hmm. it's a t- matter of time uh, well, it is a dream first and then we plan and then I guess we so. uh, action right? you're right yes okay. I've outgrown it t- that it's a dream but I yes uh-huh. um, you're, she's not fluffing it up it's no. yes. reality it's about opening my restaurant and I hope it happens soon but it l- takes a lot of time and a lot it of it will happen 
Uh, and what kind of food are you going to serve? Is it going to be a gastropub? It's going to be style of a gastropub okay. because for me it's all about casual I want everybody to be able to come and have a great time like and Lazy Ox. have great yes have yeah. great quality food with affordable prices because ultimately that's what it's about now no one wants to spend $40, $50 on a dish and we, we forgot to mention that that's what makes gastropubs popular yes. because there is fine dining where you'll go yes. and each person is going to pay $100 or $120 but then it's kind person. of boring because you eat the whole the same thing the whole, throughout the whole yeah. night this yes. is more experimental yeah this is about yeah. people coming together and trying different things and having wine I mean that's fine the dining, whole experience the behind you with a towel across his arm waiting at your every beck and call that's so annoying but at, at these gastropubs like Lazy Ox and Animal it, yes. it's kind of like uh, going to BJ's but the food is 10 times well, the it's not like that. BJ's I wouldn't compare it like let's say the BJ's bar part of BJ's just that is the restaurant you mean it's fun yeah. Okay. Well, yes, okay. it's, it's fun, but you, but but Alex but they're, they're, the, the the key is that they're chef and food driven restaurants, and that's what makes it good because the chef puts in so much work, and it's all about the food and the quality of the food right. and the service. So those are definitely the most important things. Yeah, I agree. I have so much more fun going to gastropubs than a regular restaurant because also the way the Stop style... Stop that. I'm thinking of intestines. I know. But the style in <laughs> which the food is served, you, it's like a, uh, an opportunity to discuss and interact because Absolutely. everyone eats the same yes. thing and you're like, oh, this is good, this is bad. Da, da, da. And right. there's constant conversation. Even the most boring and unsuccessful date will have some level of success at a gastropub. So if you're going on a first date, if you wanted to not be very bad especially blind date yeah. <laughs> go to a gastropub so at least if it's mediocre it can be normal that's true Absolutely. go to fine dining when you're ready to propose to your woman oh. gastropubs is, uh, <laughs> is, the, is the food you get yes. at the fine dining but the environment and the prices are a little less mm -hmm. and a little cooler and way better tasting yep. real quick <laughs> real quick uh, because everyone has ADD nowadays yeah uh, what Alina Lamana mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes, Alex. The beautiful. Nisanian. Nisanian. The beautiful. Thank you. What's one thing that most places, most restaurants do wrong? The one dish that most places right now get wrong? Is wow. something come to mind? Well, here's the thing. That's a actually a really good question because... Whenever someone says that's a really good question, they don't have a direct answer. Uh, I have an no. answer for that, but I'll wait to answer no, it. No, it's, it's a good question because it's really not just one thing. Quickly. And I'm not going to tell you right now what it is. Mm. But you I think sound it's like a politician. Just get to the answer. <laughs> I know. Hey, why don't you answer me like this? Listen, I'd love to sit down with you and go over the foods that people do wrong. But I don't have time but right now. Okay, jobs. I will tell you right now. And it's building flavor okay. that when they when you have something on a plate because you always have you know more than one thing you have the sauce it's very many times that it, they don't go together right. and a good chef knows how to build his flavors together because it's all about building flavor I'm gonna say coleslaw I'm gonna say calamari uh, oh yeah they overburn it don't they it's like chips or too oily very few yeah. places actually have really delicious meaty calamari even the most place, best place it's very hard to find oh, good actually calamari. there's one more thing that I was going to say it's fish I'm I'm a huge lover of fish and seafood right and to get really good fish is really really hard you can get good steak and chicken like but arctic char yes mm. but mm. to get good fish is that's that would be the, so I would fish say fish would be your answer most yes. places get wrong because of the freshness you really got to move fish well, like every number two one, days new shipment absolutely number one because of the ceviche. freshness absolutely oh. yes ceviche is <laughs> amazing <laughs> I want to yeah. be covered in ceviche. Okay, you know how when Indian pharaohs die, they get embalmed and then they get preserved? 
Can we put just like a nice fresh layer of ceviche on me and then just wrap me up in some tortilla? Sure. Wrap? We can That's soak so you in weird. citrus and raw fish. Okay. Well, how about we yes. just ceviche you up? And let me turn into a ceviche from that lemon and then I'll be a happy dad. Why person. don't we just bury you in a bucket of lemon? Then you'll turn into a ceviche. Uh, Basically, yeah. Or the pharaoh status where it requires a process, okay? All right. You're we'll like, cut, you want we'll me to dunk you up. tank? You throw a ball and I get dunked in a bucket of lemon? Yes. <laughs> but before we do that, we need to make sure we give him a bunch of paper cuts everywhere. Oh, that's so Yes, mad. that's going to be fun. That's intensely First of all, awesome. That's very cruel. Okay, I just called you beautiful. That's very No, cool. screw the paper cuts. How about we just straight out razor cut him all oh, over? Oh, well, hey. <laughs> you know, what do you call that? Sadistic? Yes. Hey, real quick, something yes. that they ask about <laughs> every person who's about to die on death row what would be your last meal? What would be yours since we're talking about food? Okay, well, I like a lot of things, but if I knew that I was to die tomorrow and I have, or, well, any day, and I have one last meal left to left, I'm all about simplicity and all right. I would ask for is just some really, really good pasta with some fresh, amazing tomato sauce, some basil, some garlic, some Parmesan Reggiano. I'm done. I don't need anything so else. pasta carbonara? Mm, not exactly. What's, uh, I thought carbonara, carbonara is the no, one with no. the egg and the ham. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about tomato right. sauce, not you. creamy sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and you passed. Because I thought you were going to say sushi, but hey. You know, sushi too, She's but that's sushi. Gal. You know, that's sushi. Sushi's uh, yeah. as simple as it gets. Raw Sushi's fish. No, no, no. It, it's not about that simplicity or not. It's just... That's just been the kind of food I always love to eat or I make right. at home when you want to do something and you're pasta. just... Yeah, just... You know what? Every time I think of pasta... I don't order pasta, by the way, when I go to restaurants because I always remember what my grandma says and I kind of agree with her. What? What are you doing eating that wet bread? <laughs> wet bread? Yeah. I like but that. But she says it in Armenian. Tarchats hatsen, she That's great. Like, she's kind of right. Like, you Tartats. go to a restaurant, you're, you should order something nice, a fish, a steak, a cut of meat. You're going to go get wet soaked bread. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. In different forms and shapes. It anyway. tastes good though. Oh yeah, some, when, if you make it right. I mean, she, she's not talking about pasta made at Denny's. That's disgusting. Don't ever, nobody oh go goodness. to Denny's, please. Why does that I place still exist? I can't time I was and at Denny's. And what is the dish, Alina Lamana, that you enjoy cooking the most? Like, you're like, oh my God, I can't wait until I cook. Oh my God. I can't wait until I cook sapitoch or whatever it is. Um, Chapignon. Well, Hopefully something with figs. Well, of course, something with every dish of mine has a fig in it. Is no, that what you do? Since you're called you. purple fig, you thro- try to throw a little fig. No, no, not in every dish. No, of course not. But um, I don't want fig in my clam chowder, damn it. No. Mm. Um, it's uh, there's a lot of things I love to cook because the thing with food is it's just there's no limit to how much you can do and Take how much product you can work with. But if I had to choose one of my favorite things to cook, it's fish and seafood. I just love fish. I love a nice Chilean sea bass, pan roasted. That's she looks like she's coming oh when she's talking. God, for real. Okay, can you say that a little slower? Yes, no. I love. Okay, wait, should I? Is your mom gonna listen to this? Mm, no. <laughs> then can you go for it. The first, can you imagine the first phone sex network revolved around food fetish? Mm. Oh, I think you should do that. I'm gonna call in, Alina. You're the operator. I'm calling in. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, I'm really horny. Can you talk about food? And I really love it when you talk sexy and food. Yes. And, uh, uh-huh. What are we cooking? Let's see. I'm sizzling right now. Ooh, are you covered in bacon? <laughs> Lots of bacon. I'm going to make you some chicharron. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, this works. Oh, my God. Bacon is sizzling on you right now. Yes. Delicious. Oh. I'm gonna. Uh, can I scramble your balls? <laughs> <laughs> can you break a raw egg on you real quick? Sure. 
Mm, smells yoki. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow, my time's up. Too bad. Sounds like an Asian guy. Yoki. <laughs> oh, heck <yo. laughs> Um, I think we've said it all. Did we? <laughs> you have always had something to say whenever I say There was something I wanted to talk about, but we can save it for the next show since it'll be closer to the holiday season. Give us a trailer. I just want to say that I'm so annoyed with Christmas songs, but we'll talk about that next season. Yeah, Rudolph right the Red no! Hey, there's only two or three Christmas songs that are actually worth listening to. Let Definitely not Jingle Bells. In my opinion, we're about to wrap up the show, but we're going to end with this little opinion uh, editorial by Yeva Arena. Two Christmas songs that I think are okay are the one, uh, they're from Home Alone. One of them goes, it's singing like a choir. I like that. Yes. I like that. Oh, that's a good one. And the other one, oh, this one's so powerful. How does it go? It's so powerful. How does it go? I think this song is throwing you off. Oh. Well, uh, we'll, we'll talk anyway, about it we'll next about time. We'll talk about it next time. Thank you so much for having me on. And everyone, if you need any boutique catering, call on Purple Fig. Purple. You can check out the website at mypurplefig.com. That's right. And, and get fig today. Get figged. Or get... get fig today. <laughs> Alina, we wish you so much luck with your business. Thank what you so much. What is this last song that we're finishing with? One of my favorite songs, I Drink Alone, yeah. by George Thurgood, because I like to drink alone. Yeah. Yeah. What if, what if I knock on the door when you're drinking alone and I want to talk about some sizzling bacon on your body? Her right hand might be busy. Whoa. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. You have a B, the queen of Earth. Oh, I am an earthly sign. Oh, Yasumina Zai. Whoa, radio. Sangya. Pat the sound engineer. Thanks, Pat. You got a good head on your shoulder. All right, y'all, go eat something yummy at a gastropub and then tell us about it at our emails. You all have it, right? Alex at rawradio.com. No, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Alex at witsound.com.
performing And it makes me feel oh so bad The only one who will hang out with me Is my dear old granddad 